from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello there, I'm Graham VK4BB. This is the WIA National News for week commencing July 21, 2019, to the moon and back. Being the 50th anniversary of Man's Giant Leap this weekend, many amateur radio clubs worldwide and here in VK are celebrating with special events and calls. One special special hails from the moon itself. Well, originating from Spain, it's an EME station. AO50 Moon on EME, the special call AO50M00N marks the exact date of the Apollo 11 moon landing 50 years ago. Spain are putting that call sign on EME Moon Bounce, so all of you EME ready, look out for that signal from the moon. On this, the 50th anniversary of the moon landing, VI50ML, station VI3 Moon will be activated with the Mornington Peninsula Astronomical Society. Now, were you born after the landing, or just want to relive the event? Well, Apollo 11 real-time radio communication audio is available, and this website is outstanding. You can select the audio in virtual real-time of all the individual players, from Neil Armstrong to the surgeons to Capcom. This is the true archive footage in real-time 50 years ago. With a single click, the collectspace.com website takes us back 50 years and places us directly into the real-time action of the first moon landing mission. And you can select whoever you wish to listen to. But if Apollo 11 in real-time creator Ben Feist has gotten it right, you'll want to click many, many more times than just once. The Storming of the Bastille The world, it would appear, is shaping up for maybe ham radio's biggest challenge – that of keeping our two-metre band as amateur primary. The WIA has acknowledged all of those who have made our voices heard and are strongly advocating the position to keep the band as primary for amateur radio. This position through ACMA, IARU and other international channels. Shortly, WIA Director VK6YBZ. More news also from Jason VK2LAW on the fight along with word just into the WIA News Centre that some 26 Portuguese amateur radio clubs have united against the 144 to 146 MHz reallocation, have met with their national telecommunications regulator, Anacom, to deliver a message urging the rejection of the French proposal to reallocate this amateur two-metre band to the aeronautical service that, if not opposed soon, will be on the table at WRC 2023. Hi, this is Harry, VK6YBZ, with this week's board comment. The place of the amateur service in the world is largely determined by the provision of the International Telecommunication ITU radio regulations. Locally, the amateur service is regulated by relevant Australian legislation, the Australian Radio Frequency Spectrum Plan, and the Amateur Licence Condition Determination which are the national derivatives of the radio regulations. These instruments affect every amateur and are the basis for our hobby and our continued access to radio frequency spectrum. The radio regulations is an international treaty which is updated every three or four years 
at World Radio Communication Conferences. The next WRC being WRC 19. And changes made to the radio regulations eventually flow through to, into Australian legislation, license conditions, and radio frequency spectrum plans. Dale Hughes, VK1 DSH, and Peter Pocorny, VK2 EMR, at significant expense to the WIA, vigorously represent the WIA in the Australian preparatory process for WRC 19 and to ensure that the needs of the whole amateur service are considered in the development of the Australian positions on the various WRC 19 agenda items. The recent activity on social media around making your voices heard on the French 144 to 146 megahertz proposal has been heard loud and clear. The WIA would like to acknowledge all those who have made your voices heard and we will strongly advocate the position to keep the band as the primary for amateur radio position through ACMA, IARU and other international channels. The proposal from France is being considered for WRC 23 and there are still many years of deliberations to be heard before that date. We will be working with our sister organisation, the NZART, to ensure this. Again, thank you to our members and to the community. In respect to the current SEMA consultation process, there are items of concern in the document, and the WIA is working diligently to put a comprehensive response for all stakeholders, and we will expose the collective response to members and affiliated clubs for critical feedback prior to the close-off date. We urge concerned amateurs to make their views clear through the club and the WIA email process and to support this with submissions to the ACMA regarding your concerns. And don't forget, we are actively looking for technical articles for publication in the AR magazine or our developing digital stream. Please send us a copy of your development or project in the recommended formats, which can be found on our website. Your assistance with publications as technical editors is also sought. The positions of magazine editor is also vacant and awaits your input. If you can assist, please contact me on vk6ybz at wia.org.au. 73, this is vk6ybz clear. Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In Northern Victoria, it can be heard on VK3 RMP 147.275 at 10am on Sundays. I'm Matthew McKernan, VK3 MJM, on behalf of Scouts Victoria, VK3 SCM. Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL. RAC, NZART, Amateur Radio Newsline and the worldwide sources of the WIA. 
I'm Jason, VK2LAW. The world unites against proposal for two metres. I'll begin this week with an update on an ongoing story. Two more amateur radio groups have weighed in on a controversial proposal to change the primary use of the two-metre band to be for aeronautical surveillance use. The Radio Society of Great Britain has written to the UK communications regulator Ofcom, expressing concern over a proposed agenda item for the 2023 World Radio Communication Conference that would reallocate the frequency range of 144 to 146 MHz to aeronautical services as the primary user. President Dave Wilson, Mike Zero Oscar Bravo Whiskey, wrote of the organisation's deep concerns about preserving amateur radio's primary allocation globally. The French have asked that the 2023 session of the WRC include this proposal on the agenda, which is set well in advance of that year's session. In June, the IARU Region 1 issued a strong statement opposing the proposal's inclusion on the agenda. Separately, the South African Radio League recently added its voice in opposition. SARL noted on its website the various amateur radio organisations in SEPT countries are working with their authorities to block the proposal from being put forward as an agenda item for WRC 23. Meanwhile, the French proposal has advanced for discussion at a meeting in August of the SEPT Conference Preparatory Group, where its inclusion at the 2023 meeting will be discussed. The Radio Amateur Society of Australia has joined forces in opposing the French idea and has written to the Australian Communications and Media Authority to object. Now, are you confused by all this talk about the World Radio Conference, SEPT, project teams, etc.? The RSGB has put together a few slides that explain the layers in the international regulatory cake. They're available via the link in this week's text edition of this newscast at wia.org.au. The International Telecommunication Union, ITU, accepted the European Radio Amateurs Organisation, EURAO, as a sector member at the recent meeting of the ITU Council. It joins the International Amateur Radio Union in representing the amateur service at ITU conferences. IARU President Tim Allen, Victor Echo 6 Sierra Hotel slash Golf 4 Hotel Uniform Alpha, said his organisation welcomes EURAO to its ITU membership and hopes to work closely with its representatives in ITU study groups and working parties to present the arguments for amateur and amateur satellite spectrum. IARU believes that a strong degree of cooperation between our two organisations into the future will be in the best interests of the amateur service and is committed to working to make that happen, Tim Allen said. IARU has participated in ITU conferences since 1927 and has been an ITU sector member since 1932, playing an active role in the work of ITU radio communication and development sectors. Digital Voice Personal Hotspot Frequency Allocation The Irish IRTS News say the frequencies used by some operators for these devices has become an issue and it has become necessary to allocate specific frequencies for their use in the country. 434.0 MHz and 438.8 MHz are two of the frequencies recommended. So, in Ireland, the call has gone out to requesting anyone using a personal hotspot device to consider reprogramming their unit to one of those frequencies. Also, in Ireland, their RTE long wave service has been temporarily suspended. 
You'll recall how we reported earlier this year that a major antenna upgrade would ensure the transmission of RTE on Longwave for at least the next two years. The Longwave transmission on 252 kHz will have to be temporarily suspended for this work, but RTE has said it will endeavour to complete the works as quickly as possible. One upside for SWLs is that with RTE off-air, in the UK they're now able to hear signals from Algeria Chain 3, even now in the middle of their daytime. Over in the USA, Hamvention executive team has announced the attendance at Dayton Hamvention 2019 was 32,472. This marks the highest attendance recorded since Hamvention moved in 2017 from Hurrah Arena to the Greene County Fairgrounds and Exposition Centre in Zedia, Ohio. This year's attendance also approached an all-time Hamvention high. Attendance at the show peaked in 1993 at 33,669 before the 1996 change in date from April to May while Hamvention was still being held at Hara Arena. Last year, Hamvention welcomed 28,417 visitors in its second year in Xenia. Attendance in 2016 for the show's final year at Hara was 25,364. Hamvention General Chair Jack Gerbs, WB8SCT, said, Our more than 700 volunteers worked hard to ensure that we presented a great show for our visitors. I also want to thank all our vendors and visitors and hope they'll be back next year. Hamvention officials suggested that a small factor behind the increased attendance could have been the free admission on Sunday. Sunday-only tickets accounted for some 800 of the total attendance. The open admission day was an effort to allow local non-hams to experience Hamvention. And free Sunday admission is expected to be continued next year, Hamvention officials said. Finally this week, 104-year-old Radio Ham who helped put humans on the moon. The Nashville, Tennessee newspaper has reported on the contribution of scientist and radio amateur J. Carey Nettles, W5SRR, to the US space program. Whiskey 5 Sierra Romeo Romeo celebrated his 104th birthday on July 8th and has been licensed 74 years. Yes, and he's currently active on the 42 metre and 70 centimetre bands. But back to the space race. W5SRR, believed to be the USA's oldest living rocket scientist, helped save the US space program that helped put humans on the moon 50 years ago. When then-President John F. Kennedy announced in 1961 the U.S. would be the first to land astronauts on the moon, several test rockets blew up on the launch pad or exploded shortly after liftoff. Nettles and his team came up with the solution, put an exhaust pipe on the bottom of the rocket like the one on the back of your car. Turns out that after the rockets were launched, hot exhaust was turning back into the rocket and destroying them. So we put a stovepipe on it, Nettles said, smiling and pointing to a small piece at the bottom of a model rocket in his house. Since I put the correction adaptation on the Atlas rocket, it's not failed from that source anymore, he said, nodding his head once emphatically. For WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Across Australia, from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In Adelaide, South Australia, it can be heard on 476 kilohertz lower sideband at 9am on Sunday mornings. I'm Steph, VK5FQ. 
News, talk and radio sport. Here with VK1 WIA. Ham radio operational news. It's a contact sport. I'm Felix VK4FUQ. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. 2019. This weekend, Trans-Tasman Labian Contest July 20. RSGB IOTA Contest July 27-28. VK Remembrance Day Contest is August 17-18. Nevada's Burning Man event getting ham radio activation. A temporary city in Nevada is getting what every city needs. It's an amateur radio event. The Burning Man event is a temporary city in the Black Rock Desert of Nevada, where tens of thousands of people live independently devoting their efforts to self-expression, self-reliance and community. This year, the Burning Man event will also be, in part, an amateur radio event. Clifford, KK6QMS, plans a HF setup for 80 metres through 10 metres, and a VHF UHF operation near his camp, and may possibly include a dish for amateur radio emergency data network mesh. KK6QMS is there as well in an official capacity as part of the event's IT team, for a two-month period from July 15th through to September the 15th. Beyond his official work there, he has been wanting to operate amateur radio from the Burning Man event, which he first attended in 2014. This year, the gathering opens on August 25th and runs through September the 2nd. He's not the first hand to operate from Burning Man, but as an avid amateur radio experiment who enjoys both portable operations and summits on the air, he sees the venue as a natural next step for him. Be listening soon for his voice coming from the Nevada desert. Operating is D44TG from San Diego Island, Cape Verde, between the 22nd and the 29th of July. Listen for D44TG on 40 metres through 10 metres using CW. Send yourselves direct to HB9EBT. D-Expeditions debut on French Islands near Canada. Get ready for a new de-expedition team rolling out a special North American activation. The French Islands de-expedition team is making its debut on the air in August in the last remaining French territory in North America. The archipelago south of Newfoundland known as Saint-Pierre-et-Miguelon. There's a bit of planning they need to do between now and then, and Chris, VO1IDX, stroke K1IDX, who grew up in the area, Chris told our friends over at Amateur Radio Newsline that during this time on the air, between August the 10th through to the 18th, the team will try to operate from 6 metres to 160 metres using SSB, CW and RITI. Members of the USS Hornet Amateur Radio Club, NB6GC, are on the air this month celebrating the 50th anniversary of the recovery of the Apollo 11 astronauts by the USS Hornet on July 24, 1969. They will be providing a special QSL card to all stations that work them during the month of July. They will specifically be on the air this weekend, July 20 and 21, when the USS Hornet Museum is celebrating. And they will also be on the air on July 24th, the actual date of the recovery as well. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FU Inningham. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello, I'm Col, VK3GTV, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. And first up, it's digital. 
The WSJT Development Group has announced the general availability release of the WSJT-X version 2.1.0. This major upgrade formally introduces FT4 as a finished protocol for HF contesting. The WSJT-X version 2.10 supplants any release candidate or beta versions and users should discontinue using any beta versions of the software. The latest edition of the popular digital software suite also includes improvements and bug fixes in several areas, including FT8. Worldwide special interest groups, females in radio. In news from the northwest of Tasmania, we learn how VK7HSC Shirley's chat and show by monthly meeting is next set for September the 4th. Back on the 6th of July, Shirley hosted her bi-monthly chat and show at the Penguin Sports Centre, where amateur radio operators were encouraged to bring items for the chat and show, as well as socialise and enjoy a scrumptious afternoon tea. Shirley had three presenters, VK7JON and VK7FOLK on park activations, and with VK7JAI, old test gear. Jonathan and Helen showed some antennas and radios used for park activations and explained the logging process and described the role of activators and hunters. And Terry brought along a signal core frequency meter and an AWA Class C wave meter, as well as an AWA crystal calibrator, all manufactured for the signal cores in World War II. He also showed a crystal calibrator that he'd made himself. Terry advised that after World War II, if you were an amateur, it was a requirement to either have a frequency meter or wavelength meter in your station. Radio inspectors would check that you had these items, and if not, you'd be shut down. The frequency meters all had their own individually prepared frequency charts that would take a radio tech at the factory 15 days to compile. Without the charts, the frequency meter was useless. Remember Shirley's next bi-monthly chat and show? will be on the 4th of September. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. Lunar Module Tribute in New York features hams from Grumman. Well, it seems everyone's wanting to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the moon landing and moonwalk, but perhaps few more than some hams who worked on the lunar module for the Apollo mission. Because the Apollo 11 Lunar Excursion Module, the LEM, began with the efforts and talents of the men and women of the Grumman Corporation in New York, it's only fitting that this year's 50th anniversary tribute on amateur radio should begin the same way, with two hams who worked on it at the Long Island facility. As special event station, K2M began the first of its six days of operation on July 16th at 1332 UTC. Leon, KD2ONC, and Jim, W2KFV, who were both LEM team members, are on the air calling CQ, so be listening for them on 20 metres. The frequency is, of course, 14 decimal 3, 2, 1. Help needed. JAISAT-1 telemetry. JAISAT-1, a three-unit cube set developed by the Radio Amateur Society of Thailand, was launched on July 5th. The satellite carries a VHF-UHF linear transponder for amateur radio use. The Radio Amateur Society of Thailand, RAST, and the JAISAT-1 project team are urgently seeking raw data that can be received from all packets worldwide. The JAISAT-1 beacon signal is transmitted on 435.7 MHz in GMSK Mobitech's 4800 BPS mode. Two other satellites on this launch also use this engineering frequency. 
More info, including a contact email address, are provided in the text edition of this broadcast at WIA National News on wia.org.au. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Internet, the Ham's Domain. Adding LoRa, long-range radio, to smartphones and connected devices. Would you add another radio to your smartphone? No, not another Wi-Fi or cellular radio. A smartphone already has that. I'm talking about something that provides connectivity through ISM bands, either 433 or 915 megahertz. This can be used where you don't have mobile phone coverage, and it has a longer range than Wi-Fi. This is the idea behind the LoRa Sleeve, a messaging system that allows you to send off-the-grid messages. Hackaday are reporting that while LoRa is certainly not the protocol you'd use for forwarding pics to Insta, it's a remarkable protocol for short messages carried over a long range. Worldwide Special Interest Group's IOTA. Listen for Valerie RU6DX Portable, operating from Sajuk Island in the Radio Society of Great Britain's IOTA contest next weekend. Please send QSLs direct to RU6DX. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, ILLW. The International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend is an annual event attracting nearly 500 registrations for operations throughout the world, and this year it's on August 17th and 18th. One Aussie group that do it well is Summerland Amateur Radio Club, where last year members activated lighthouses at Cape Byron and Ballina. The Cape Byron operation was led by VK2MNM and VK2LRB. They operated as usual from next to the lighthouse keeper's cottage. Duncan VK2DLR led the Ballina operation in the small lighthouse park on the North Headland. For all the info, check the ILLW website illw.net. On to Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. The Hurricane Watchnet, HWN, first activated on Friday, July 12th, when Barry was a tropical storm forecast to become a hurricane prior to landfall, according to net manager Bobby Graves, KB5HAV. He said Barry made landfall near intracoastal city Louisiana, and by 1800 UTC, Barry was downgraded to a tropical storm. Bobby said the activation for Barry proved to be a good training platform for their newest members, as well as to test some new systems. He sincerely thanks the daily users of 14.325 MHz and 7.268 MHz for the use of these frequencies, as a clear frequency always makes their job easier, and that he knows those affected by these storms appreciate it well. Bobby reminded everyone that the season is still young, so please don't drop your guard. That's it for Worldwide Special Interest Group News for this week. I'm Cole, VK3GTV. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're listening to the WIA National News Service. In North Queensland, it can be heard on 7070 kHz at 9 o'clock local time Sunday mornings. I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, Inningham. Alrighty, let's get social. On the 2019 social scene... In VK4, the Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Club Sunfest happens 9am Saturday, September 14 at the Wombai School of Arts. Also in VK4, the Townsville Amateur Radio Club's Cardwell Gathering, four days commencing October 4. VK3, Yarra Valley Amateur Radio Group's Hamfest, October 13. And worldwide, it's Jota 2019, Friday the 18th, Saturday the 19th and Sunday, October 20. VK3, the Ballarat Amateur Radio Group's Barg Hamvention, October 27. 
and November 17 in VK3, Rosebud Radio Fest. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. I'm Graham, VK4BB. Now, till next we meet, walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au. 